Hey friends, before we dive into today's episode, I wanted to let you know that I just opened enrollment for my signature sleep course. The Sleep Fairy Way course is now open for enrollment and it's only going to be open for the next seven days. I open enrollment once, maybe twice a year. So if you've been waiting to work with me and you're wanting to learn how to teach your baby how to sleep, now is your chance. I want to help you turn your sleepless nights into restful nights and I want to help you get control of your life again. I want to help you feel like you again by getting the sleep that you deserve. In my Sleep Fairy Way course, I hold your hand through the entire sleep training journey. We start from the very beginning, wherever that is for you, and I walk you through the entire process until you and your baby are getting a full night's sleep. Now, typically my course is $247, but right now it is 20% off for just $197, and I am including two live group coaching calls, which if you're familiar with my consultations, I charge $100 for one 30-minute consultation. These are two hour-long group coaching calls, so that would be $400 outside of the course. I'm throwing those in for free, and I'm including three extra bonuses on sleep regressions, co-sleeping, how to transition out of co-sleeping, and troubleshooting situations. And I'm literally including all of that for under $200. It sounds ridiculous when I say it out loud, but I really, really, truly want you to get the sleep that you deserve, which is why I'm opening enrollment right now for the next seven days. And then when I close CAR, I really like to nurture those who are in the course. I like to make sure that they have success, which is why I close the CAR and focus on those who are in the course. So if you're interested and you're wanting to get more sleep, click on the link in the show notes to learn more about this course. And I promise you won't regret it. I wanted to read this quick review from someone who used my method recently. Her name is Christy. And she said, we tried to sleep very way and it only took our daughter three nights until she was sleeping through the night. By night four, my husband and I felt like it was too good to be true when we were able to put her in bed awake and she put herself to sleep. In less than one week, our daughter started sleeping through the night from 7.30 p.m. to 6 a.m. at nine months old. This is huge because we were getting up with her three to four times a night and we were rocking her for an hour each time. She was miserable. We were miserable, but now we are all getting good sleep and it's made a huge difference for us. On the rare occasion that she does wake up in the middle of the night, she just readjusts and knows exactly how to put herself back to sleep. It truly feels like we have been given the gift of sleep. Our only regret is not using the sleep fairy way sooner. Christy, thank you so much for sharing that. I truly want that for you. I don't want you to regret not starting sooner. Don't go longer without sleep than you need to. Okay, thanks for listening. Again, I will link that in the show notes and let's dive into today's episode. Welcome to the Sleep Fairy Way podcast. I'm your host, Jessalyn Romney, a baby sleep consultant and a mother of four. I'm here to teach you everything I know about baby sleep, motherhood, postpartum, and more. I'm so happy you're here. Hello friends and welcome to the podcast today. Today we're going to be talking about probably the number one question I get asked. I mean, it's at least in the top three, but I would venture to say it's the number one question I get asked. It is, why is my baby taking such short naps? Why won't my baby sleep longer than 30 minutes and what can I do about it? So before I dive in, I'm going to read a quick review from Kimberly. She said, I had purchased other sleep methods and literally Googled how to get my baby to sleep through the night for months on end, but nothing helped until I purchased the sleep fairy way. 
Literally the night we implemented the plan, my 10-month-old daughter went from sleeping three to four hours to 11 hours. 11 hours. It's now been almost a week of consistent bedtime routine and consistent 11 to 12 hour solid nights of sleep. Thank you so much. Kimberly, thank you so much for sharing that. I don't think you're the only one who has Googled how to get my baby to sleep through the night. And when you do, it can be really overwhelming. So I'm glad that my method helped you and your baby get the sleep that you need. Okay, let's talk about naps. Now, I want you to know this. I want you to know that naps begin to develop around four months. And that means begin. That doesn't mean your baby's going to be four months old and all of a sudden they're going to start taking two-hour naps and it's just going to be pure magic. It doesn't happen that way. Just like anything with sleep training, it is a process and naps take time to develop, but they do not start developing until four months. So if your baby is under four months and they are not taking long naps, that is normal. It's kind of like expecting your baby to start walking when they're two months old. It's just not going to happen. Developmentally, their brain is not ready to take long naps and that's okay. So what I recommend doing up until the four month mark is treating nap window like nap time. Let me say that again. Treat the nap window like nap time. For example, if you have on your schedule that you want your baby to be asleep from 9 to 10.30, say that works with your schedule, but your baby wakes up at 9.20 or your baby wakes up at 9.45, instead of going in their room, turning on the lights, getting them out of the bed and saying, oh, I can't believe you took a short nap and just going on with your day, you need to treat it as if they are still sleeping. So I walk in the room, I keep the lights off, I pick my baby up quietly, I hold them, I snuggle them, I will try to get them back to sleep in my arms the best I can until I get to that 10:30 mark. Now sometimes they won't fall back asleep right away and sometimes they won't fall back asleep at all and that's okay. But the important thing is that you're trying. So my son would always take a 30-minute nap and then he'd be awake for 30 minutes in my arms, in his dark, quiet room, and then he would fall back asleep and sleep for another 30 minutes. So we were still in the dark, quiet room with the sound machine on and everything for an hour and a half, even though he wasn't fully sleeping for that full hour and a half. Because when the nap started to develop, when he hit four months, I wanted to make sure that he was used to being calm and relaxed during that nap window. If Every time they wake up, you go in and turn the lights on and just act like it's time to keep going on with your day. It's going to reinforce short naps. It's going to tell their brain, okay, after 30 minutes, I get up and we keep going. So I want to treat that nap window like nap time so that when naps do start to develop, their brain is ready for it. Their body is ready for it. They're used to staying relaxed during that time. I hope that makes sense. Treat nap time like nap time. Now, if your baby is older than four months and they are still struggling with short naps, there are a couple things that I want you to look for. First, ask yourself, is night sleep developed? Night sleep comes before day sleep. So typically if your baby is waking up throughout the night, chances are they're going to have a hard time taking good naps during the day because they're gonna be overtired, they're not well rested and sleep begets sleep. So you need to make sure that your baby is sleeping well through the night before they can take good solid naps during the day. So if night sleep is not developed, focus on that first. Once you teach your baby how to sleep through the night, then you can try focusing on naps. And I think you'll be surprised that if your baby is well rested, they're so much more likely to fall asleep and stay asleep for naps. Now, the second thing I want you to ask yourself is do you have a nap time routine? Just like I stress the importance of a bedtime routine, a nap time routine is so 
important. I pretty much keep my nap time routine the same as my baby's bedtime routine minus the bath. So I will still change their diaper. I will sing the same song that I sing at bedtime. I'll use those sleep triggers, turn on the sound machine, turn off the lights, put their sleep sack on, their binky, everything. I will go through the whole process to help their brain know that it's time to wind down and relax and go to sleep. So if you do not have a nap time routine, I highly recommend starting one today and keep it consistent. Do the same nap time routine every day for every nap so it becomes a habit for your baby so that when you start to do those things, their brain knows, okay, I'm calming down and it's time to go to sleep. If you have a nap time routine and night sleep is developed and you're still like, what is going on? My baby is still taking short naps. I would recommend checking their wake windows. You need to make sure that your baby is staying awake long enough to be tired to take a nap, but not too long that they're overtired. If your baby is overtired, it's really hard for them to fall asleep. But if they're not tired enough, then they're just going to roll around and play. A good way to tell though is if your baby is playing and babbling and talking in their crib, they're probably undertired. And that's a good indication that you need to stretch their wake windows a little bit. However, if your baby is crying every single time you go to put them down for a nap or bedtime for that matter, chances are your baby is overtired and you need to shorten their wake windows. Even by 15 minutes, it can make a huge difference. But if your baby is crying, they're probably overtired, they've been awake too long, and it's going to be really hard for them to get to sleep. If you're not sure what a typical wake window should look like for your baby's age, I have a free PDF, a free download that breaks down wake windows based on your baby's age. So I will put that link in the show notes um, and you can download that and base your baby's wake windows off of that. Now, every baby is different. So if your baby can't quite stay awake as long as the recommended wake window, that's okay. Or if your baby is staying awake a little bit longer than the recommended wake window, but they're doing okay, then that's okay too. Go off of what I recommend as a guide, but you be the judge. It is simply a guideline. It is simply a recommendation so you know where to start. So you know, okay, this says two hours, but my baby's really tired at an hour and 45 minutes. Great. Then you know you're probably in the right range for your baby's age. They just need to go to bed a little bit earlier. I always say you are the boss of your baby. You know your baby better than anyone ever will. So with anything, anything out there, whether it's advice online, whether it's my ebook, my course, my downloads, whatever it is, use those as guidelines, but always trust your gut and always go with what you feel is best for your baby. Because like I said, you know your baby better than anyone. So take the wake windows and then watch your baby, observe your baby and see how they're doing with their wake windows and then adjust accordingly. Okay, and the last thing I want you to check if your baby's taking short naps is are they falling asleep on their own at nap time? Again, before four months, it's okay if they don't fall asleep on their own. You can hold your baby during naps. You can rock them to sleep. It's not gonna mess up their night sleep because day sleep and night sleep use different parts of the brain. It's totally fine before four months. But if your baby is over four months and they are still you know, being rocked or bounced or fed to sleep or something like that, chances are they are having a hard time connecting that second sleep cycle. So they're falling asleep one way, they're falling asleep in your arms or however they're falling asleep, you set them down. And then when they come out of a sleep cycle, they check their environment and it's totally different from how they fell asleep. They are not in your arms. They do not have a bottle in their mouth. They are not being bounced or rocked. And it feels so different to them that they come out of that sleep and they start crying and they're like, where am I? And what is happening? They want to be in the same space they were when they fell asleep. 
So if your baby is falling asleep in your arms, you put them down and they wake up after 30 minutes, it's probably because they need to learn how to fall asleep at nap time by themselves. If you can get your baby to learn how to fall asleep at nap time by themselves, then chances of them connecting the sleep cycle to get into one more sleep cycle before they officially wake up from their nap is way more likely. So teach your baby to fall asleep on their own at nap time to help them learn to connect one more sleep cycle. If they are still not taking long naps after you've done that, then you might need to give them five or 10 minutes of space after they wake up after one sleep cycle in order to get back to sleep for one more sleep cycle. I feel like I've said sleep cycle a million times, but there's no other way to say it. Just know that it's important that your baby is falling asleep on their own so that they can take a long nap. So I'm gonna recap those four things that I recommend asking yourself if your baby is taking short naps right now. Number one, is night sleep developed? If night sleep is not developed, you need to teach your baby how to sleep through the night in order to help them take good naps. Now, if you're not sure how to do that, my ebook tells you how, my course tells you how, I have so many resources that will teach you exactly how to teach your baby how to sleep through the night. So if you're not there yet, it's okay. It's definitely not too late. But start there before you start working on naps. Okay, and number two, do you have a nap time routine? Are you going through a routine that lets your baby know that it's time to go to sleep? Number three, check your baby's wake windows. Again, if you're not sure what a wake window looks like, I'll link it in the show notes. I have a free download that breaks down wake windows by baby's age. So check your baby's wake windows. Make sure they're not overtired. Make sure they're not undertired and that they are in a good sweet spot to fall asleep, that they're just tired enough to relax and fall asleep. Okay. And the fourth thing is, is your baby falling asleep on their own at nap time? If not, start putting your baby in bed awake and let them fall asleep at nap time. A lot of people say, oh, you have to put your baby in bed drowsy, but awake. In my opinion, that only applies for the first 12 weeks. Once my babies are four months old, I pretty much put them in bed for naps and bedtime when they are wide awake. They're looking around, they're happy, and they can relax and fall asleep totally on their own. Because if I wait until they're drowsy, sometimes they do fall asleep in my arms and I set them down and it just feels like it kind of messes everything up. So yes, in the newborn phase, put your baby down drowsy but awake so they can practice falling asleep on their own with a little bit of assistance. But once they're over that 12-week mark, I really try to put them to bed for naps and bedtime awake so that they can really, really learn how to fall asleep. Okay, that is all for today. Thank you so much for being here. As always, if you could do me a huge favor, please rate this podcast, leave a review, screenshot it, tag me on Instagram at the underscore sleep fairy and share it, share it, share it. It means the world to me and it's the only way I can help people who need help. I need your help to spread the word and share it. So thank you, thank you, thank you for being here. I will see you next time. If you want to learn more about the resources I have to offer, head to thesleepfairyway.com or follow me on Instagram at the underscore sleep fairy. Thanks again for listening and I'll see you next time.